Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Happy five o'clock in the morning. Are you just so happy to be awake, Peyton? <laughs> no, why? Hmm? At least I, I didn't wake you up when I woke up, huh? Hello? Aren't you just a morning person? No. Dang, girl, I see that scratch on your leg. <laughs> All right, you ready? You ready? You do it. You hurt my toes. Really? Let me see. Yeah. Oh. Really? How do you do it without hurting your toes? I popped Peyton's toes. I literally just did the same thing. No, you pulled it. What did you do? I wiggled my toes. That's not gonna pop your toes and just like gently wiggle. You gotta, you gotta put some force behind it. Yeah. My aunt does that. My aunt Alex used to do that, and she would pop them. Maybe she's a toe wiggle popper professional. What? Exceptional, exceptional professional. Okay, let's see if it works. Oh yeah, you just pulled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it. Mm-hmm. Trick, oldest trick in the book. Oldest trick in the book. Tell somebody that you know how to do something and then you don't. Well, I do. I did it to Ongren's toes one time and it really? actually popped it. I think sometimes if you if your toe really has to pop, you can like barely do anything and it'll pop, but not like normally. All right, ready? You have to stop this. Secret series by... Go on. Pseudonymous Bosch, book five. You ditched us last night again, Peyton, when you fell asleep. And you're going to have to listen to this. This morning to catch up. Because you don't know the end of last chapter. Okay, okay. Alright. We're page 130, chapter 14, Curious Case of the Walking Mummy. So did you hear the part where the mummy got up and walked away? Nobody stole it. The mummy got up and walked out. Who do you think I it is? I thought that. You did? Yeah. Who do you think it is? Lord Pharaoh. Yep. Dude, for sure. Has to be. And also the message, it says Lord, Lord Pharaoh lives. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you guys know I have to drink my coffee in the morning. It's like way too, it's still dark outside. Okay, ready? Graduation speech. Second draft by Max Ernest. The mummy mystery. M is for mummy. My dearest, are you my mummy? My mummy's secret. The secrets of the mum- mystery mummy. Curse of the mummy. And all of these are like phrases crossed out. Uh, the missing mummy crossed out. The mystery of the m- missing mummy crossed out. The mystery mummy goes missing crossed out. The mystery mummy rises again crossed out. Night of the living mummy crossed out. The great mummy escape crossed out. The curious case of the walking mummy. Yes, that sounds like sh- that sounds most like Sherlock Holmesish. Holmesish. Opening joke. Find later. Not n- not in mood. You not in mood for jokes. What happened to? What happened? Feeling mum? Missing your mummy? Ha ha. Thesis. 
When you have eliminated the impossible, whatever remains must be true. Speech. Unlike Cass, who likes novels, especially adventure stories like Robinson Crusoe and The Count of Monte Cristo, I usually like nonfiction. Wait, am I talking... Am I talking about cast in my graduation speech? <sighs> Brad B. Getting erase emergency. Ah, the sound of brakes squealing. Start over. In my opinion, non-fiction makes more sense and is more informative than fiction. The only genre of fiction I like is mystery. Genre means kind of fiction. If you don't know, mystery novels such as the ones by Sherlock Holmes are like long puzzles that you get to work in your head. You mean the ones about Sherlock Holmes, duh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle is the writer. But every every once in a while, you find a mystery that you can't work out because there's some kind of supernatural element involved. I'm not necessarily a big fan of those mysteries, but I guess a lot of people are. Most mummy stories, for example, the, A Mummy Rises from the Dead, <sighs> for one of the following reasons. A curse or magical spell. Revenge. Re- re- reunion with his wife or lover, the combination of the above. But none of these are really realistic, are they? If a mummy truly has been reanimated so that he's actually walking, there must be more of a rational explanation, right? I mean, an explanation that fits the law of nature, not the law of literature. What does this have to do with a graduation? Nothing, but it's important to think about just because, well, you never know. Max Ernest is a weirdo. And now we know that he's writing this, we can say, like, he is a weirdo. All those weird chapters going backwards. At least this one so far is, like, in order again, huh? All right. Next chapter.